Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Hey, it's Mike Slater, host of the podcast Politics by Faith. Filling in for the great Bill O'Reilly. It's Friday, November 18th, 2022. Year is almost over. You're listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Nancy Pelosi gives up the gavel. Republicans launch investigations into the Biden family. Didn't take long. Nearly half of young adults suffer from a mental disorder. And a new report ranks the most polluted cities in America. Also coming up, the message of the day. Did you notice a word in Trump's announcement speech the other day? It's a word I've never heard him use before. I've never heard a single politician ever use before. And I think it's going to define his campaign. We'll talk about that coming up next. But first, Nancy Pelosi telling Democrats she will step aside and let others lead the party. Do you know how old she is? She's 82. The fact that we have octogenarians still running the show is to our shame. The San Francisco congresswoman has been in power for nearly 20 years. Pelosi says, quote, I will not seek re-election to Democratic leadership in the next Congress. For me, the hour has come for a new generation to lead, she's 82, to lead the Democratic caucus that I so deeply respect. It's time to move boldly into the future. It's about stinking time. Republican Congressman James Comer and Jim Jordan launching new probes into the Biden family. The lawmakers claim Joe Biden was directly involved in his son's foreign interest. The big guy despite the commander-in-chief repeatedly insisting he had no knowledge of such activity. The House Oversight Committee, no, no longer run by Nancy Pelosi, will now investigate allegations of tax evasion, wire fraud, and other criminal conspiracies. A survey from Harmony Healthcare finds nearly half of young Americans suffer from a mental disorder. 42% of people under the age of 25 have been clinically diagnosed with illnesses like depression, Insomnia, anorexia, or attention deficit disorder, 42%. A third attend therapy sessions once a month. One in 10 members of Gen Z take anti-anxiety medication on a regular basis. The World Population Review, ranking the most polluted cities in America. Towns are judged by sewage, air quality, toxic waste, access to clean water, and vermin like rats and roaches. The top most polluted cities our New York City, of course. Ah, the delicious smell of urine in the air. Houston, Texas. San Diego. Newark, New Jersey. How can San Diego and Newark be in the same sentence for anything ever? The most polluted place in America, Los Angeles. That place is disgusting. Compared to the national average, folks in LA have a higher rate of cancer, asthma, respiratory infections, and voting for Democrats. 
California has been polluting the nation for far too long with our politicians. Message of the day, moments away. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Hey, this is Mike Slater, host of the podcast Politics by Faith. Now it's time for the O'Reilly Update. Message of the day. Did you notice in Trump's announcement the other day that he used a word that seemed a little, I don't want to say out of place, but I've never heard a politician use it ever. What's Trump's campaign slogan? MAGA, right? Make America great again, of course. But he added a word to it. Did you notice? He said, in order to make America great and glorious again, I'm announcing my candidacy for president, make America great and glorious again. Great and glorious. The use of the word glory. Watch out for it. This will be the theme of his campaign. Where did it come from? Why? We'll get to the why in a second, but where did it come from? I'm guessing he got it from Zelensky, the president of Ukraine. Because their rallying cry is Slava Ukraine, glory to Ukraine. Trump looks to other countries to see what they're doing right. That's why in his announcement speech, when he talked about how we need to execute drug dealers, because every drug dealer kills around 500 people each with their dealing of drugs. He's in his speech, he said in China, I was talking to President Xi and asked him if they have a drug problem. And he said they don't have it because they take it seriously. And we need to take it seriously here in America as well. He looked at China, like, oh, they're pretty good with that. When Trump proposed his 4th of July parade when he was president, he said what inspired him was when he went to France for their Bastille Day. He said it was one of the greatest parades I've ever seen. So he said, we need to do that here. And I think he sees the success, uh, the, the marketing success, at least, of President uh, Zelensky. And, and it's all about this rallying cry of glory to Ukraine. I think that's where it came from. But now why? When you think of glory, what do you think of? There's no wrong answer. Just what, what do you think of when you think of the word glory? I say glory. What do you think? What's, what's in your mind? Maybe old glory, the flag. So you get a little patriotic aspect. To it. I think of an epic battle. I think of an old painting of Napoleon Bonaparte on a horse with a giant flag leading his men to battle or Alexander the Great fighting for the glory of the empire. That's the image that comes to my mind. The only time I ever hear anyone use the word glory in a sentence is when you are restoring something to what? You're you're restoring something to its former glory, as in 
make America great again. Trump says he's the man to lead us to our former glory. And of course, it's a spiritual word as well, the glory of God. God created us for his glory, soli deo gloria, Latin, glory to God alone. There's a, there's a heavenly strength and honor. Glory takes you from the earthly to the eternal. And if Trump's not leading a Christian revival, he, he's leading a sort of spiritual, civic, national revival. That's what he's going for here. Have you ever heard a politician ever use the word glory in your entire life? Has it ever been a campaign slogan? Certainly not. I live in San Diego. The mayor of San Diego, his last name is Gloria. And even he didn't think to use the word glory in his campaign marketing. But Trump did. And of course, on purpose, no one has instincts like Trump. So keep an ear out for it. See how it leads everything he does. The rest will follow. Because we don't only want to make America great again. We want to restore her to her former glory. Do you think Trump is the man to do that? We shall decide. Something you might not know. Coming up next. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Mike Slater, host of the podcast Politics by Faith. Filling in for Bill O'Reilly. Now it's time for something you might not know. You've heard before, of course, Ronald Reagan described as a happy warrior. We've all heard that. Do you know where that term came from? It comes from a poem by William Wordsworth in 1806. It starts off, who is the happy warrior? Who is he? What every man in arms should wish to be. I thought of this poem because uh, with last week's, since last week's midterms, I've been in a kind of a grumpy mood. I have been, as the Bible says, grumbling. I've had a week of grumbling. But the Bible is also very clear, don't grumble. So I've had to snap out of it. And instead of grumbling, I've decided to take the posture, not of a moper, but of a happy warrior. You got to read the poem, of course, soak up every word. It's perfect. But let's think of a visual here. The opening scene from the movie Chariots of Fire. Right? You got the athletes. They're running on the beach in Scotland. It's cold. They're exhausted. They're wet and sandy. It's miserable. But they have smiles on their faces. Huge, joyful smiles. They love the hardship. They love the pain. The pain is bringing them joy. Let me quote Stephen Mansfield. He says, they don't expect it all to be easy. They just want it to have meaning. And it does. So they run, smiling like fools, happy in the agony, running for the glory of God and what they hold dear. Happy warriors are those who understand that life will not be easy, yet they find joy in the battle, in the struggle and in the challenges before them. Life is hard. Pain comes. Battles are required. Struggle is always with us. The happy warrior knows God is near, that the hardship is refining. Victory is possible for the deserving. And all of it prepares us for the greater battles another day. So raise a glass for battles yet to come. I want you to be a happy warrior, 
I want those who look to you for leadership to drink from your contagious joy and devotion. I want them to see the smile on your face when challenges come. Declare war on anything in yourself that makes you less than a happy warrior. My son is in the NICU right now. He's doing much better, but it's been a long two weeks. And our mantra has been James 1. Consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds. Pure joy. As Reagan said, let us go forth with good cheer and stout hearts. Happy warriors out to seize back a country and a world to freedom. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, Bill, for trusting me with your O'Reilly update. Mike Slater, you can follow us at the podcast Politics by Faith.